Welcome to episode one, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming only show. And then we talk about it and make up wild speculations about what the second episode is going to be like. Yeah. I'm Eric. I'm Michael. And this week we did The Boss Baby Back in Business. So I feel like a more apt description would be you did this to us. And I think that one, I, I don't know when that's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be when we run out of shows, which seems like never. But at some point, I feel like we've got to branch out into like the Netflix only movies, right? Uh, I just watched Dumplin'. How was it? It's good. I liked it. That was our episode on Dumplin'. Yeah. Because I don't want to watch that. You don't? No. I heard. I mean, I heard it was good, but yeah. like, we watched the trailer for it. This is before I heard it was any good. And it mm-hmm. looked kind of dumb to me. Like, it just didn't look like it was. That's funny because Shay was getting ready for work and I pulled up the Netflix because I didn't have to work until late. And uh, the first thing that came up was a trailer for Dumplin' and I didn't know anything about it. And I started watching the trailer for Dumplin'. I was just like, Shay, do you want to watch Dumplin'? And she was like, what is it? And I explained the premise. She was like, okay, fine. And I was like, yes, we're watching Dumplin'. Like, I was into it. And then um, I went out to a movie on Saturday. Yeah. And so Shay was home alone and texted her sister-in-law, who they have always watched, like, Netflix, uh, like, the Christmas Prince and like all those types of movies. Sure. And so she says, she texts Michael's out to a movie. What Netflix movie should I watch right now? And she wrote back Dumplin'. And she was like, well, I can't watch that. The mission failed. So I think we watched it that night though. When I got home, I liked it. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll watch it at some point or another. This is, um, Jennifer Aniston is the mom and she's like, a. She's real big in the beauty pageant world, and there's, they have a local beauty pageant every year, and it's, like, really huge, and J- Jennifer Aniston's, like, a past winner, and she runs the pageant now, and um, her daughter is Dumplin', who's a m- big girl, and not considered classically beautiful. She's a huge Dolly Parton fan, and um, her aunt dies, who she felt much closer to, who was also a Dolly Parton fan, and... So she's trying to connect, like, with her aunt. She's trying to connect with her mother. And so one of the things that she's trying, she's decided she's going to do is she's going to join the pageant. Yep. Uh, and uh, it's initially as, a, like, a protest or, like, a uh, fuck you to the pageant. Yeah. And um, then her, one of her friends joins along with her. And then uh, two other, like, loser girls join. And one of the loser girls is like actually really into it. And she's also a bigger girl that she really just has always wanted to be a part of it. And then it's all about like, they go and meet all these Dolly Parton drag queens who like make them all up. And then, um, you know, she does the pageant and she Dumplin' actually like does really good. And then the, uh, the other bigger girl actually gets like first runner up and, like it's you know at the end it's like I've always loved you as my daughter and I've always accepted it's that type of movie. I feel like maybe we could intersect this podcast and bingo for, <laughs> for a movie that I <laughs> probably okay. So and that all being said, so that was that's been our podcast on Dumplin'. Let's get down to no the Boss Baby back in business. No, no. I don't wanna. So. Uh, what did you think? I thought it was very bad. 
Oh, how many times did you watch it? Just the once. Okay, I watched it twice. I'm going to tell you right now. Second time, pretty funny. Is this a bit, or did it somehow, like, ingrain its way into your brain? Like, just nod. Just nod that this is a bit. That's all I need to know. Watch episode one again. No, I won't. I won't do this. Trust me. I won't. No, I won't do this. He's, audience, me. he's not nodding. This isn't a bit. This isn't a bit. Abort. Abort. This, this is the first... This is the first show I'm going to say, watch episode one twice. I won't do it. So, so Michael can provide the perspective of somebody who's been brainwashed by this show, and I can provide the perspective of someone who is just so immediately turned off by this show that I wanted to turn it off about three different times all the way through. I will not watch it a second time. It will not. Can we talk about how you asked everybody to call you boss baby at work? That's definitely not something that happened. It didn't happen. I would never say such a thing. This would have been pre-watching this because I never would have made that joke after having watched this. Yeah, I think it was you were going to watch it. You went and helped Max move a futon instead. Oh, and then right. next morning you IM'd me and you said, I suppose you're wondering why I didn't text you how much I hate you last night. It's because I loved the show and I want everybody to call me boss baby. That sounds like something I would say. Yep. And then I immediately said, this is a lie. <laughs> I didn't do any of those things and I don't want that to happen. All right. So but from henceforth, I will, when we say our names at the beginning of this podcast, I will call myself Eric. <laughs> okay. So. That's also a lie. Um, let me break down the jokes that really landed for me. Hold on. Before, okay, before we get to that basic premise of the show, is this a prequel to the movie or like a, a sequel to the this, movie, like uh, after the events of the movie? This it has to, okay. Basic this is premise. a huge conversation I want to have about this okay. because I think it's a sequel. And I think that the way the first movie sets it up, this is what I'm getting is... For the movie. Yeah. Boss Baby works for Baby Core. Okay. Just works for Baby Core. He's doing all of his Baby Core stuff. Yeah. Through the course of one of his missions, meets this family, decides he wants to join this family, and then Baby Core's like, no, you can't join the family. You, you have to either choose Baby Core or family, and then by the end of the movie, they work it out. So what you're telling, it's like, that honestly seems like the most reasonable explanation for how this show got set up, because they do no explanation of it. Right. But. Yes. That doesn't make sense. Agreed, it doesn't make sense. That's what I'm saying. It's like, think about that. This baby just showed up for them. Like, that's the that's the aspect of this I, that made no sense that's, to me whatsoever. That's clearly in the show what happens. They've got a factory downstairs that makes it the babies. makes babies. Yeah. And then they just, like, fact, like the fact that, so... Oh, fuck, I can't. uh, It's just, like, a couple just has to say, we want a baby now, and a baby shows up. But how... Just like in real life. How... (laughs) Right. That's the only way. Yes. (laughs) Um, But how does he meet this family? Because the family doesn't have a baby other than him. Yeah, so it's not like he took over the place of a baby, unlike this other baby in this episode. Right. Yes. They're very, very bad at business. <laughs> They're very bad at babies. They're bad at being babies. Yeah. So, okay, before we get to even further into this, yeah. am I the only one that thought, 
going into this that he was a boss baby that was a boss of like normal like people like adults no you're not okay so like wouldn't that have made more sense than what actually is happening which is that there's just lots of babies out there that run a corporation that makes more babies they make more babies Babies make more babies and they have and they have to ensure that everybody loves babies like, and if they don't love babies, they go on like secret ops missions to, to replace to like make business deals with that baby or to replace the baby. Or I assume I literally I actually assume or kill the baby. I don't know. I feel like that might have been on the table. No, they were reprogramming the baby and they were gonna relocate it to but a new re- family. But if the reprogramming didn't work, yeah, what do you think would have happened? They would have had to destroy the baby. <laughs> exactly. They would have had to destroy the baby. Oh, what is the message of this show? Is it... Fuck everything. I don't... Is, okay. is it big corporations don't understand us? Is it like an allegory about people picking their work over family? Those are the, my only two things. I thought you had a third one. I thought this was a law of threes. You were going to come up with something funny for the third <laughs> one. But no, we're talking legitimately what's the message of this show. Yeah. I don't know that I'm equipped to answer that question. I'm not a baby. <laughs> They're very, very, very bad at business. I can't emphasize this enough. They don't understand their clients. Are they bad at business? What What is the service that they're providing? They're providing babies. They're providing baby... They're providing love, babies and love for babies. And nobody knows it? Nobody knows that Baby Core exists? As fucking confusing, <laughs> I'm sure, that our discussion is right now. That's, like, this... Nothing about what we're discussing is, is like, explained in this show. If there's no... Mm-mm. And I refuse to watch this movie. I refuse. Okay. I refuse. My, I can see you right now looking at me as though you're going to try and convince me to watch the movie with you. I will not watch this movie. Okay, I'll play bingo and watch this movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, how is the brother let in on this? Like, the older brother... He's what eight, maybe. Yeah, because like presumably it's like a talking animals type situation where all the, the talking animals don't let the adults know that they can talk. In this case, that appears. Yeah, right. Like but Toy they, Story sort of thing. Yeah. But they let an eight-year-old in on it who could very well he, go. I think to he happened upon a business meeting. Okay. And they're like, you got to keep this secret. What's his or name? Or else we'll kill you. What's his name? What's his name? It's something ridiculous. Uh, like Thorgood or the. I, I looks like I wrote down Templeton. It is Templeton. It is Templeton. <laughs> it is. Okay. And somehow... What was the boss baby's name? What's his name? Boss baby? Did his brother call him at, boss baby? Look at the bottom note that I wrote on my... Does boss baby have any... Like, I'm pretty sure I wrote the same thing in mine. Like, yeah. So as far as how the brother found out, what are, what are your theories? That's got to be it. He's got to. He had to like discover it. Boss Baby is really bad at his job. Yeah, yep. It kind of looks like he doesn't have a name. Yeah. It kind of looks like he doesn't have a name, and I might have just ruined how he shows up. He just shows up. He just shows up at the house in a business suit at the front door. The little brother finds him. And then the parents say, yep, that's your baby brother. So I feel like what, and, and as far as I can tell from the description of this, this movie, it's told from like, it's as though 
Tim Templeton, they, he calls himself Tim in the movie, though, because Templeton's a ridiculous name for right. a child. Yeah. Um, this is told from his point of view. He's the narrator in this. I feel like we're watching the mad rantings of like a schizophrenic child. Like, there's something wrong with him that he thinks that this baby can talk to him. He's the only one, okay. And also wears suits. Right, and the family doesn't question this. Yeah. Um, this is the world they set up is just bonkers. Like, this is not regular reality where kids just like show up and now they accept it. And now, like, I feel like saying set up implies even a loose structure is applied to this. I don't think there is. I think they're just like the thing that we want to happen happens now. You're right. You're right. Don't think about it. Just keep going. I really admire that about them. Um, also. <laughs> Scooter Busky. Yes, the greatest name ever. Continue. Why can't Scooter Busky talk? Why why do the why does Baby Core Babies <coughs> talk English? And why does Spoo- Scooter Busky know talk English? <laughs> Maybe the Baby Core Babies aren't actually babies. Maybe they're aliens. No, they're babies. Nah. There's Mega Fat CEO Baby. Yeah, but that's just his name though. He's got a German accent. He's he's an alien. Then there's uh, Jimbo, the muscle, mm-hmm. a big fat baby. Yeah, that wears only a diaper. Yeah, Stacy, the wild card. Yeah. By the way, with Jimbo, I 100% guarantee at one point in time, just based on the way they were portraying him, that he's going to squeeze a stuffed animal too hard and its head's going to pop off, and that's just what's going to happen. He reminds me of that, like, what uh, of mice and men. What's the character's name? I, I can't remember off the top of my I head. I don't know. Yeah, everybody's going to be screaming it, but... Right. Everybody listening in their cars is yeah. yelling at the all, radio all right three now. people, yep. Yep. And so they're just going to have to, like, shoot Jimbo? I don't know that they're going to have to shoot Jimbo. I'm just saying, like, if they never shot, like, what um, Looney Tunes kept doing, like, they had a series of characters that were basically that same band uh-huh. where, like, I'm going to pet him and love him and, like, yeah. whatever... That's going to be this character. Like they're 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 bastardizing a a bastardization of a character. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, then there's the triplets. Okay. They mostly stay at the office. Yep. And they're pretty much just baby. Like everybody, all these babies act like adults except for the Jimbo and the triplets, who basically just act like babies. Right. But these are the babies that Boss Babies picked for his crew. Yep. And their security. Uh, seemed like a good opportunity for a security blanket joke. Maybe, maybe the movie like really played out the security blanket jokes, and they didn't want to like. <laughs> yeah. Like they're they're expecting having watched the movie. I think going into this show. That's true. The show starts with them eating dinner, and Boss Baby loves green beans, and Templeton does not. And so there's a whole business transaction about Boss Baby eating the green beans because everything is business. Yeah. And then they have to um, stop Scooter Busky from being such a bad baby because he's making everybody hate babies. Yeah, and people, that's, even, people are even considering getting cats. Like, right. how dare they? So their solution, kidnap Scooter Busky. That wasn't their first solution. The their first solution was to try to negotiate a business deal with a baby. That can't talk. That apparently can't talk like an adult, unlike these other babies. Yeah. Scooter Bus- Busky can't talk no English. 
Yep. And then they try to tease him because Templeton knows everything about babies. This eight-year-old boy knows everything about babies. The Dr. Spock of eight-year-old boys. Yeah, I mean, he's the... He's the yeah, he's the reasonable one here, I guess. Yeah, is no, the he's the reasonable one. The show, they show sets it up that Bosby was going to be all business and Templeton's going to be all, like, heart. Yeah, which isn't so much, like, Spock, though. I guess that's where I'm going with it. Like, I, I don't know that he was the Spock of this particular group. I'm saying, like, Dr. Spock, child psychologist, that Spock, the um, character from Star Trek. Oh, that's a good mistake, guy. <laughs> okay. Was that a bit, or were you? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be all business, and then Templeton's going to be all heart. Yeah. And then uh, Jimbo's going to be all earth. Mm-hmm. And then Stacy's going to be all water. Yep. And then and the triplets are fire, fire, wind, and heart. Well, Templeton's heart. Fire, wind, and... Wild card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to be determined later. Well, wait, let's see. In Captain Planet, what are they? They're Earth? Wind, so it's fire, wind, water, Earth, heart. And business. And business. <laughs> I forgot about the business. Uh, Planeteer. They were Planeteer, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep, no, forgot about the business. Right? <laughs> yep. He was, he was that, uh, like, guy that kind of looked like a pig and was always polluting stuff, right? Like, secretly, he was a part of the, like, the Planeteers. Yeah. That's why they, like, were always, okay, cool. Yeah. So this that was all just, like, training exercises. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I'm, like, honestly, I'm glad that we could, like, I didn't expect to be able to get anything out of this episode of the podcast today, but I'm glad that we could help explain a little bit of the Captain Planet. Show. Yeah. And that was always a plot hole, but it never made sense to me. The long-lost sixth planeteer business. Well, he wasn't all that long-lost, though. That's what I'm saying. He was in every episode. They knew him. <laughs> this, this, it was just, it was all a sham. Um... Can we talk about the weird politi- political jokes that get made? You clearly paid more attention to this than I did. Go on. We can talk about them. I will be hearing them for the first time. Um, there was Templeton says that he's just misunderstood, and Stacy says, I didn't realize that your brother was a liberal. Okay, I did hear that one. And the other one is was, it's like negotiating with North Korea. I do not remember that. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you making that up? No, I think that Boss Baby says negotiating with Scooter Pusky is like negotiating with North Korea. What the fuck? And then calls him a bar- garbage baby. Kind of like Trump called Kim Jong-un a garbage baby. Yeah. That all tracks. And so then they kidnap Scooter Pusky. They replace him with Jimbo. And for some reason, hope that the family doesn't notice. I don't know how they think that's okay. They're going to bring a third baby in and swap that out with Jimbo. <laughs> and they're reprogramming Scooter Busky. And they're going to give Scooter Busky to a new family. To a different family. Like, they didn't consider giving him back to the old family. That's the, like, and Jimbo, it was Jimbo, right? Yep. He's he's a part of this business. Like, there's no part of this. That's what, like, there, oh, God, there's no structure to this show. Yeah. There's no part of this plan that made any fucking sense within the confines, the very loose confines, the show that they fucking created. Also, Jimbo lifts the refrigerator. Did he fucking <laughs> He blockades the door with the oh, refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. So he's the world's strongest baby. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. <laughs> out of control. This show was just out of control. They take away Jimbo's stuffed bear and then Scooter Busky vomits on it. For so long. Yeah. For so long. Yeah. What else? Oh, so this joke I kind of thought was funny. They're going to go to Baby Core, and apparently they have to suck a pacifier, and it transports them there. Yeah. And Boss Baby's handed, hands it to Temples, and he's like, oh, they're a little different, but uh, uh, we updated it a little. Um, but they work the same way, and Templeton goes, you suck? And Boss Baby goes, no, you suck. No, I think it was the other way. I think he said, so you what do suck. I do? And the Boss Baby says, you, you suck. suck. And Templeton said, no, you suck. Either way. It yeah, was, fair enough, yeah. It was... Fine. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I legit laughed at, so part of their plan to uh, get Buster Scooty or whatever. Scooter Buster. Yeah, whatever his name was, out of the house, um, was to distract the family by giving them a, uh, a like a Japanese rocking chair sort of thing. Yeah, like a baby swing. Yeah, and they spend a lot of time building it, and then after they build it, it just like runs around the house spinning and like saying things in Japanese. And that was, like, funny in that I was, like, eh, like, just to myself. Right. But it was later when the cops got involved in this whole thing. Because, by the way, their baby went fucking missing. <laughs> right. Um, that the baby swing was, like, jumping around and spinning around. And then one of the cops yelled, it's got my gun. And they laughed really hard at that. <laughs> I imagine the shit making a really dark like, left turn into, like, Daredevil territory where <laughs> this, or like Ponderford territory where this fucking baby swing goes around like riding the wrongs of the world <laughs> speaking Japanese but only like three or four words because nobody on the staff I'm sure bothered to learn Japanese. It's gonna take baby core down from the inside. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it'll just go in guns blazing, man. Right. Because they kidnap babies. But um, when they bring Scooter Busky back to the family, everybody sees how much the family is happy to have Scooter Busky back and how much they love Scooter Busky, and now everybody loves babies. Because they see Scooter yeah. butthead like his family sees him. Yeah, exactly. And Jimbo had wandering baby syndrome. It's in the encyclopedia. Yep. Is what Templeton says, as though he knows what an encyclopedia is. Yeah, he's a, he's a very well-read uh, eight-year-old. Yeah. And that's everything that happened. <laughs> so if these babies aren't aliens, and they're actually babies, Yeah. how did they get to be this way? Okay. I, so I think, like, the fact that we've got Scooter Busky, which is a baby that doesn't adhere to this, like, what I had assumed going into this... Mm-hmm. Well, not going into this. Going into this, I assume there was one boss baby. Then it turns out there's lots of fucking babies that can all talk and do business. Right. Morally. So the fact that They're Scooter... Exists, children. Why the are fact they that, trying their best? The, the fact that Scooter... So proud of them. The fact that Scooter exists implies that these babies are exceptional in some way. Okay. Or that he's just very, very... He's a very, very bad baby. Okay. Let's just read the synopsis. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. I don't want to know. I already know too much about Boss Baby. Um, so would you keep watching Boss Baby? Absolutely not. Would you watch the movie? Absolutely not. What 
do you think happens in episode two? I think the problem with this part of our show. What? This is my favorite part of our show. Agreed. Let, let, let me finish here. The problem with uh, this part of our show is that it assumes that there's some loose structure to a show uh-huh. with which we can play with, with which we can go, ah, this is the logical next step. I have no fucking clue what happens in episode two of Boss Baby. It could be anything. They could literally try and negotiate with North Korea Baby, and that would be its name, North Korea Baby, to stop it from nuking the U.S. Like, that seems about as reasonable as anything. Anything that could happen in this show. Um, the guy's name is Tim Templeton, the kid. So his middle name's Templeton? Nope, last name's Templeton. They call him Templeton. Yeah. His parents call him Templeton. So that, like, it's one thing when you're an adult or, like, your friends are calling you by your last name, but his parents can't even bother to, like, call him lovingly by his first name. Like, nah, you got this, Templeton. Get back up there and take some cuts. (laughs) Soon, Tim learns that the baby can talk like an adult and introduces himself as the boss. Uh, Tim decides to record a conversation between Boss Body Baby's Boss Baby and the others catch Tim recording and the cassette tape the cassette tape is terminated. Threatens to tear up Tim's favorite stuffed animal. A place where infants with adult like minds work to preserve infant love everywhere. Boss Baby explains that he was sent to see why puppies are being loved more than infants. He has infiltrated Tim's residence because their parents work for Puppy Co which will unleash a new puppy on pet convention in Las Vegas. Boss Baby stays intelligent by drinking a secret baby formula. There we go. That enables a baby to act like an adult. However, if a baby does not drink it after a period of time, he or she becomes a regular baby. And they overhear Boss Baby's boss threatened to fire him for not bringing in information which would strip him of the formula and strand him at the Templeton's. He and Tim agreed to work together to prevent that. That's the plot of Boss Baby. None of that had any bearing on the fucking TV show. Well, hold on. There's more. (laughs) There's like five more paragraphs. Oh, I know. I read one paragraph that was basically a synopsis from Wikipedia. That has to do with him being a spy on a secret mission in a battle between puppies and babies. Yeah. Which all sounds pretty dope. By the way, why is this a competition between puppies, kittens, and babies? Why are they lumping babies in with dogs and cats? Because you can only have, like, if if you have babies, you have to kill your dog. 90% of Google users like this show. Um, Well, the critical response... For the movie, approval rating of 52%. I, I don't, I just don't get, oh, there's two seasons of this. Yeah. The, okay. <clears throat> Which brings me back to a, a gripe that I've had before, but I'm going to continue to have. I'll keep it short this time, though. Why the fuck is Netflix starting on the second season when I haven't watched the first? We've got the technology to show, like, to know exactly which episodes I've watched and how far I've watched them. Mm-hmm. Why are we starting on, on season two? It doesn't fucking, like, it doesn't make any sense. Um, that's it. That's all I got, man. Yeah. How mad would you be if this whole time we haven't actually been recording it and I've just been using this as an excuse to hang out with you? Um, I don't know that I'd be mad. 
Um, because again, like I've just stated, I'm not sure, like if I legitimately thought about this for more than two seconds, that I would be ever super cool with people hearing any of the stupid bullshit that I've said or you've said, um, on this show. So I, like, Too late. yeah, I know it, it is what it is. Um, so not mad. I definitely would be skeeved out and we probably wouldn't be friends anymore though. Really? Yeah. If you were just using this as an excuse, like you don't need an excuse. You could just say, Hey, you want to hang out? So like you're you're going through this whole contrived like plan. We bought fucking microphones. <laughs> but whenever I just like ask you to just hang out, you're always busy or like oh I? <laughs> no <laughs> yeah oh, like no no I'm not that's not a thing. Oh, we got to do pickleball sometime though. Yes, mm-hmm. yes we do. All right, I'm just gonna stop recording. <laughs> <laughs>